0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Our Foundations. My name is Joshua and today's episode will be a little out of the ordinary. I am not covering a specific topic. It is not necessarily educational in the sense that I am sharing certain content and information about a subject. But rather, I will be sharing podcast recommendations. I'm going to share with you the list of podcasts that I listen to personally, as well as ones that I've listened to in the past that I've drawn on and that I feel are worth the time and worth the information that they provide. And I'll give you a short... Summary of kind of why I think that or what I think about each podcast and that will be today's episode So some of you might not be quite as interested in this and others might be very interested I have found many of the podcasts that I listen to via hearing it recommended on another podcast that I listen to. And they'll have a host on for an interview of a different podcast I never heard of before. And I'll check it out because I liked the host that came on for that interview. Or sometimes it'll just be that the podcast I'm listening to gives a referral about another show or makes a comment about something they heard from another podcast host or who knows what. But Getting these recommendations and these ideas through the shows that I already listened to has been the best way for me personally to get good ideas for new podcasts to check out, and it's been very valuable to me. So I want to provide that for you guys as well, for those who are interested. Now, I will say that there will be plenty that I will leave out. I'm sure there are plenty that you guys really like that I do not mention. There are probably some that I've never heard of before, but are very high quality shows and that's just the way it is. So all I can do is share with you what I know and what I listen to, and hopefully that'll give you some good ideas and uh, give some good recommendations to you guys. And if you have others that you really enjoy, that you really like, that think would fit with this list, then let me know. Send me a message on Twitter, send me an email, whatever, uh, message on Patreon. I think you can do it on all these different platforms. But however you want to do it, make comment on this show on the website, So many ways, but however you want to do it, let me know what some other podcasts are that you might recommend, and I might give those a shout out as well. I've considered making a list of all of these somewhere on the website probably, but if you're interested, then share those with me as well if you have more. Now, in general, most of these podcasts are... In the realm of the subject matter that I discuss on this show, so it's things related to political theory, mostly from the more liberty-minded side of things. Some are economics. Some are related to cryptocurrencies. I've got some that are related to Christianity and theology. I've got some that are more oriented towards just news in general. Lots of different subjects here, and I'll try to keep these... Roughly organized by category, and we'll see how that goes. So, to begin with, let me just start off with the ones that I definitely go to every time they release a new episode. I'm always looking to see what that is. Don't necessarily always listen to every single one, but I am definitely on it when they release a new one, and I often listen to their shows. I'll start off with just keeping up with what's going on in the world. The main one that I've relied on more recently for this is Media Monarchy. That is one that's done by James Pallotto. It's very good in the sense that it gives a lot of different stories and a lot of things that are going on and highlights a lot of things related to the corruption and more conspiratorial side of things. He has a lot of inside jokes and a lot of jokes that you wouldn't get if you weren't aware of things like the Federal Reserve System and the Rockefeller's influence in politics and who the Rothschilds are and central banking in general and a lot of just uh, like false flag operations, all these kinds of things. He'll often just make an offhanded comment that If you didn't know the background on all these stories, you totally wouldn't get it at all. And so that kind of adds some depth to it that is very interesting. I really enjoy that. Um, But in general, he does a good job at giving the day's news or the week's news. He organizes his news shows by theme. So he has a new one that comes out every weekday. Uh, I can't remember all the different themes. I think one is food world order, and it's usually related to food and pharmaceuticals, that kind of stuff. You've got one that is holy hexes on Thursdays. Uh, That's the more gnarly episode where it's cults and it's uh, sex trafficking and all kinds of crazy stuff, murder, murder. You know, all the the kind of more gruesome things, but things that are going on in the world right now. One day is related to cyber, and that has to do with, you know, obviously cyber-related things, things related to the internet, the power grid, space, all these kinds of things, technological-type topics and news stories. And so he kind of gathers together all the news stories on the topic for that day and then does the daily show related to that. And then he also does a This Day in History segment at the end, where he goes back to to things that happened on this day in history, but coming from the perspective of calling out things like corruptions and conspiracies and things like that, it gets really interesting, and I personally really enjoy that aspect as well. There is also an extra episode that he does every week with James Corbett, which is titled New World Next Week. And on that one, they both t- get together and cover the uh, the top stories for the week, and they do it together. And if you know James Corbett, that's definitely uh, the next recommendation I will give. But they do a good job at going over kind of the broad spe- spectrum and the ones that they feel deserve the most highlight. And that's a more shorter news um, segment that comes out just once a week. So if you don't want to do a daily deal, but you want to be up to date on some of the big stories from, this perspective, then that might be a good one to kind of get you into the waters of that and test out and see if you like those hosts or not. And so that would lead me to the next recommendation of the Corbett Report. And that one would be James Corbett. He's done a lot of documentaries. How and Why Big Oil Conquered the World would be one I would highly recommend. He's done lots of different documentaries on a lot of different subjects that are very good. He did one on Bill Gates more recently when coronavirus hit. And he's done a lot of episodes on very similar topics as what I have covered as well, especially in this more interim series that I'm doing now before getting into season three. He's done a lot on The Great Reset. He's done a lot on agorism and different things like this, a lot on propaganda. He has a specific uh, show segment called propaganda watch that highlights that specific subject matter. And in general, he usually picks a topic and dives deep into that. So a little more oriented in a similar way as how I present things. Usually it's a monologue. Usually it's about one subject and one topic. And usually he does a lot of really good research on it. He is very well studied and does a very good job at laying out the different cases for it and elaborating on those topics to make it clear and helpful. The The next show to mention also is related to current events and news type topics. And this would be The Last American Vagabond. Now, he does a lot of stuff that is very in-depth and very long. And so if you are not interested in a two-hour long episode, sometimes three hours long, sometimes only an hour and a half at the shortest then uh, this may or may not be for you. But he dives pretty deep into things like the efficacy of masks or how the transition is going between Biden and Trump, or the corruption and allegations of voter fraud, just all different kinds of things like this. He'll take a few topics and dive deep into it. He'll look into what the CDC says, what the World Economic Forum has presented, what specific scientific studies say, and that kind of thing. He usually is fairly biased, so if you're looking for an unbiased opinion, you will have to cipher that out yourself, but he does a very good job at backing up the things that he says, and so... I find that to be very useful for myself. If you want a short form news segment that is a daily news recap, then the Ron Paul Liberty Report would be one that you should look into. He usually only covers one or two news stories each time. It's usually pretty short episodes, so you can get through them pretty quickly, usually around 20 minutes or so, maybe a little longer depending on the day, and he does release those every day. So you get a little bit, and you can get that in a short form that might be a little easier for you to consume, and again, obviously, it's Ron Paul, so you're going to get everything from a Liberty perspective. He has been very against the reaction by most governments to COVID-19 and uh, that whole narrative, and so a lot of the episodes recently have been about that, but in general, it's going to cover different news stories and news topics currently that are related to the liberty movement and liberty mindset. If you want to go more into commentary and conversation about the political topics of current events, then my recommendation is The Fifth Column. That would be a group of journalists, mostly, that get together and basically do political commentary. They'll discuss different topics that are going on, whether it be the Black Lives Matter movement or topics related to COVID-19 or something. That the president recently said, or some peace treaty that's going on, or censorship in news outlets, or whatever the case may be, all these types of things. They'll do a whole, usually a long form episode. It can Typically range between an hour and two hours long, but the hosts are very high quality. They definitely know what they're talking about. I don't always agree with them, which is the case for pretty much anything and probably is for you as well, but I do find that I enjoy their conversation. I'm usually not very big on conversational podcasts, and so this is one of the rare exceptions Although, because of that, I haven't been listening to it quite as much as I used to, just because there's so much just pure content and data that I'm trying to get more recently and doing a lot of work on my own show as well. So there's that. But I still do keep up with it and I do enjoy it especially Camille Foster is the one that I relate to the most. He would be the most libertarian on there. Some of the other guys lean, I would say, further left. I don't know if they would identify that way or not. But that is one that will give you some good perspectives on what's going on in current events. Now, a fairly new show that I have really been enjoying. As of this recording, there's only 19 episodes that have been released. But it is a compilation of some hosts that you might be familiar with. The podcast is Unloose the Goose. And with this, you have people like Professor CJ from the Dangerous History podcast. You've got Jack Spierko of the Survival podcast. There's Peter R. Quinones, who I interviewed on this show at one point of the Freeman Beyond the Wall podcast. There's Sal the Agorist. There's been people like Vince Armani and Xavier Hawk. You might be familiar with them as well. There's also John Bush, who I believe is the one that started the Freedom Cell Network. If he was not one of the co founders of that, they do have one of the co founders of that on there as a host. The host rotate usually. There's about four of them that are on there for each episode. They'll cover a topic such as building community and the importance of community in movements such as agorism. This overall is a podcast that is covering agorist philosophy and agorism in practice. So they've done other episodes on social engineering, on civil unrest, on technocracy, on healthcare just all kinds of things like this, education, food production, cryptocurrency, just all kinds of subjects like this. And I've really enjoyed this. It's been one where I get a decent bit out of it. And it's one of the other very few that I just enjoy the conversation with. It's More conversational than most of what I listen to, but it is still filled with good content. It stays on topic. They don't just ramble on about random stuff, joking back and forth. And I am fairly familiar with multiple hosts that are on there from listening to their own podcast, so it's kind of nice to hear them in a different setting and talking about topics that they wouldn't typically cover on their own show Now, another new one that I have been following a decent bit lately is Demography Unplugged with Neil Howe. Now, Neil Howe was one of the authors for the book Generations or the later book The Fourth Turning. That's one that I have made reference to on my show before. But if you're not familiar with those, definitely look them up. It's basically like a social cycle theory, but related to generational archetypes and their effect on history and history's effect on building those archetypes out and how that usually plays out, and how every roughly 70 years, there's this big turning point, there's a crisis, there's a turning, and they say we are in the middle of the fourth turning, and these predictions were made back in the 90s, so this isn't something that's just come up in the COVID world. They've been calling for this for a while, and the time frame is basically exactly now, so Turned out to be fairly accurate. And so he does a show that covers things like demography and politics and economics and investing, typically more on the investing side of things and markets, but how some of these more macro areas affect markets and the different effects and relations to his framework of the fourth turning and the generational archetypes and how that relates to current events and things that are going on and how things are likely to play out. So that's one that I've been listening to more that I've really enjoyed. I had listened to many interviews with him prior, just out of research uh, for the whole fourth turning type framework, that social cycle theory that they have, but I have been enjoying that specific podcast that is more related to current events. Another one that I would say is fairly similar to this would be the Grant Williams podcast. That's another one that I am relatively new to, And it is one that looks at these macro trends and how things are going to play out. Oftentimes from a market perspective, they are generally looking at things like inflation and gold and different macro trends like this and markets and how current events, how stimulus packages, how just all these kinds of things, the status as the global reserve currency for the dollar, how that's going to play out, these types of things. And they've been doing a a series, I guess, called The End Game. And they're really looking at how does this play out? Where does this end? Where is this all going? And they've had a lot of really good guests on from a lot of different perspectives. Some call for deflation, some call for inflation. They all have some really good theories to back up what they are saying and good data and evidence, but you know, obviously they come to different conclusions. And so that's been really enjoyable to listen to these different arguments, these different perspectives on things, and tie that into other things that that I know and that I'm following. And that has been a very good resource that I've been enjoying as well. Now, another more classic show for the libertarian audience would be the Tom Woods Show. I probably don't need to say all that much about that. That might be one of the most popular shows that I listen to, I would guess. And he does a daily show, roughly on all different kinds of topics, but all related to libertarian type perspectives and liberty minded topics. Uh, Often, lately, it's been about current events and COVID-19 and the election, these types of things. But other than times like this when things are a little crazy and everything's focused on some just a few specific topics, he's gotten a little more broad and covered everything from historical ideas to he did an episode on agorism, which was really interesting. I enjoyed that. That was back when I was only slightly aware of what agorism was and what the details were on that. I'd ran across it before, but uh, listening to his episode on that kind of Uh, sparked my interest even more and got me to look into it even more. And so he's had really good people on his show. It's typically an interview format or a conversation format and does a good job with that. Every once in a while, he'll do a solo show as well. And so he is a very good source for information on these types of things. One of his cohorts, they actually do a different podcast together. That is not one that I listen to regularly, but, uh, Bob Murphy, he has his own show called The Bob Murphy Show, and that is one that I do enjoy. Now, Bob Murphy is a Christian, and so he does tie in some aspects of Christianity on some of the episodes. It's definitely not a religious podcast as a whole, but there are some episodes that look at things from a Christian perspective. So if that's something you're interested in, you can be aware of that. Overall, Bob Murphy focuses more on economics and he covers different topics and current events, and things like this from a liberty perspective and an economic perspective and does a very good job at those things. The next more economics-focused podcast that I really enjoy would be Econ Talk. That is done with Russ Roberts. He has been doing the show for quite a while. It's an interview format, usually over-an-hour-long episodes, and all different kinds of topics he covers things like history, political theory, demographics, public policy, regulation, all kinds of things. It overall, I would say it relates to economics and political theory, but there's all different kinds of subjects in there. He usually brings on extremely good guests that are very well educated, often highly intellectual, and they have very good conversations and dive deep into the subjects, and you'll generally come away learning multiple new things. That are very interesting and applicable. Now, another fairly new one to me, at least, that I listen to some, it's kind of like uh, Last American Vagabond, where the episodes are really long and there can be some really good content in there, but. It's just not one that I have on my must-listen list just because I can't do two-hour, three-hour-long, usually over three-hour-long episodes on a daily basis or multiple times a week at least. And this show would be No Agenda. That's one that is also pretty popular. It's Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. They typically cover things from a... I would say a more liberty perspective. I don't know if they would identify as libertarians per se or what their political philosophy is, but oftentimes they are calling out things like corruption and conspiracies and things like that, but bringing in a lot of evidence. They pull in a lot of media clips and news coverage, and we'll discuss that and these types of things. And again, there's good inf- information there, but It is a three-hour-long episode that comes out multiple times a week, and so that is not one that I have been able to dedicate a lot of my time to, but I will listen to that once a week, once every other week, and I do get good information from that. So that's one that if you really click with those hosts, it might be well worth checking out for you as well. Now, a new one that I am not sure how it's going to play out, we will see, is called Grand Theft World. Now, this one is loosely hosted by Richard Grove. Now, I'll I guess I'll go ahead and start with the recommendation for the Peace Revolution podcast. If you haven't done that, go through the entire thing. Uh, those episodes are longer than any others. They're the later episodes. There's like a few where he would re- release like one per year and they're like 15 hour long podcast episodes. It's absolutely ridiculous. But the amount of information that is in those and the sources that he plays are, I would say, invaluable. If you are interested in the types of content that I cover, it would definitely be my inspiration for my podcast as a whole he would play source clips from anything from an audiobook to an interview to a presentation or speech to a full-length documentary. And obviously, he'll just get the audio for it. But he'll play all these things, but compile them together in a format where they flow together really well. And some are just normal mainstream sources, like you might get a mainstream documentary on the Rothschilds. But if at the same time, you heard some of the conspiratorial sides of things about the Rothschilds before listening to this documentary, then you'll really be able to pick out some of these things that they discuss in the mainstream documentary that you wouldn't have realized otherwise. And then he'll play a clip with an interview for some from somebody that discusses some of these aspects of how the Rothschilds were involved in X, Y, and Z. And you know, this is just an example, but that's kind of the way as episodes flow. Some of the early ones were more conversational with a few other people. There There are some that are mainly just purely source information. I would say overall, the majority of them are in this format that I really enjoy the most, where he'll play some sections from each of the sources that the episode will consist of. So it might be five minutes to 15 minutes of an hour-long speech or presentation that he'll get kind of what he feels is the most important aspect of that. He'll put a clip of that at the beginning, then a clip of the next one, a clip of the next one, and basically intermingle clips of all the sources that the rest of the episode is made up of. Then he'll do a monologue kind of describing how they integrate together and how they relate to each other, things to look out for. And then the rest of the episode is the full length sources for all of those things, basically what those clips were drawn from. And then he'll play the the speeches, the presentations, the books, the whatever it is, and play them in their entirety. And it, again, Peace Revolution is invaluable for being a source of educational content, That is real and true and factual. Uh, However, the caveat is, you know, there'll be an episode on 9 11. And so you're going to have to figure out for yourself if the information provided by the, I think they're called the Architects for Truth of 9 11 or some long title like that, but big group of architects who you would think are experts and would have legitimate views on things, but they might say something that contradicts, you know, obviously the mainstream narrative, but maybe. Some of the other conspiracy theories still and other people that are credible sources, but they're talking about conspiracy theories, not necessarily conspiratorial facts, but the theories. And he does play some of the theoretical aspects, um, definitely around conspiracies. And so you will have to parcel some of that out. And he does make that fairly clear. But in general, most of it is very factual and historical, and I highly, highly recommend it. But getting back to Grand Theft World, so there is a podcast that just came out. As of now, there are three episodes, and it's called Grand Theft World. Uh, Richard Grove, the host of the Peace Revolution podcast, hosts this one. And my impression is that he does this with people that have gone through his program that he does. He's got an educational program called Autonomy that he's been doing for a few years now and it sounds like graduates from that come on. They have a kind of an open format that they do where they'll play clips from other podcasts or other interviews or news sources and they'll discuss them. And the first few episodes have been, I would say a little rough. Uh, They haven't necessarily been bad, but they haven't necessarily been great. But given that I have really enjoyed a lot of Richard Grove's content, It might be one that turns out to be a very good resource as they kind of get things wrapped up and tidied up and get their format down and that kind of thing. They're obviously kind of brand new to this and this format, so uh, I will give them some grace in that. But that's one that might be worth looking out for as well. Now, I've waited this long to say Free Man Beyond the Wall, even though that's one that I definitely listen to more than most of these others. Now, I did interview uh, Pete Quinones on my show at the beginning of season three, who's the very first interview I ever did for the podcast. And he came on and talked basically about libertarian philosophy. We didn't get as much into the subject matter of the season as I did with some of the other guests. But his show in general is one that I have really been enjoying. I know I've mentioned how him and... Vin Armani have been discussing the dim age and the uh, social cycle theory of uh, entering into a mystical age and what that means. He's done some other really good episodes that I've enjoyed related to philosophy, some of it on post-structuralism, some of it on leftist ideology, which is kind of a knowledge gap for me personally, recently had an anarcho-communist come on. And he's just covered so many different topics. And I I would say that the best quality of the show, in my opinion, is the quality of the guests that he has come on. He did a Waco episode on the Waco Massacre with one of the survivors that uh, was the best episode on Waco that I have ever heard. And again, there's this series with Ven Armani, the series with the guy from the Friends Against Government podcast on philosophy. I don't necessarily listen to the Friends Against Government podcast. I don't think I ever have. I might check that out at some point. But one of those hosts is the one that's doing a lot of uh, this series on different philosophical ideas and perspectives. But overall just the guests that he has come on are extremely good. Everything from history to philosophy to political theory to current events. And that would be my favorite thing about the show as a whole. Speaking of philosophy the Philosophize This podcast would be highly recommended if you're interested in philosophy. He kind of goes from a chronological view of the history and the development of philosophy as a school of thought. So he'll do everything from the Greeks to the Romans and kind of come all the way up into modern times into post-structuralism and more modern philosophy and does an episode on uh, either a person or a philosophical concept or school of thought, and does a very good job. So, if you're interested in more educational content related to philosophy, highly recommend Philosophize This. Now, uh, a few other recommendations that are related to a Christian perspective, if that's one that you're interested in. The Anarcho-Christian Podcast is one that I have really enjoyed. That's where I got my idea for one of my favorite resources that I've used for some of my research into the book I'm doing. That would be David Lipscomb and his book titled On Civil Government. But the Anarcho-Christian Podcast as a whole covers, as you would think, uh, content, that meshes Christianity and Christian philosophy and theology with an anarchist perspective. So that's a very good one. Some very good arguments against the state. Uh, how do you deal with things like Romans 13 and what does that mean? What are different views on that? Uh, you know, all the stereotypical uh, topics such as that, but also plenty of more original content and even just the Roman 13 type stuff. You'll get some new arguments and new perspectives that you might not have run across before. And that can be very beneficial official. So that's one that I really enjoy. Uh, Another one would be Apologia Church. That's one that I listen to, to do more like Bible study and sermons. So that might not be as relevant to you. But um, the, the people that are on there, Jeff Durbin in particular, is the main guy. And he definitely has a perspective that is more oriented towards a Liberty Mindset and less oriented towards being a statist. And so that's very helpful. Also, their view on eschatology really comes into play here. They are postmillennialists, and so they see a role in being active in what's going on in the world related to politics and culture. And so that action orientation is one that is a helpful perspective to have. I totally disagree with them on the fact that they believe, as a Christian, you should be active in politics. Uh, formally, I definitely disagree with that and being involved with the government and with political means to satisfy biblical ends. I, I totally disagree with that, but their content as a whole on scripture and on how these things relate is really good. And so I really enjoy hearing from people that have more of that mindset. If you know of the theonomy movement, they're more oriented towards that perspective. The other one that I would highly recommend if you're into things like Bible study, that would be Torah Class. Torah Class is one of the first podcasts I really got into. They're very long. He went all the way through the first part of the Old Testament, all the way up into the Prophets and even some of the Prophets, where he would go uh, maybe just a few verses on each episode, and the episode would be an hour long or more. And so you can imagine how much content that is to get through, but kind of like the... Peace Revolution podcast, Torah class is my kind of Christian theological equivalent to that. And so if you're interested in um, theology and commentary, especially Old Testament, especially from a Hebrew roots perspective is his perspective. So he gets into the Hebrew culture and what different phrases mean and what the cultural perspective would have been for the people writing the scripture as well as hearing it back in that day. And you get a lot of very good information there. So I would highly recommend Torah class if that's something you're interested in. And then getting back into a more libertarian approach, the Libertarian Christian podcast is one that. That I would also highly recommend and obviously it is uh, people who are Christians and also libertarians and I've been on that show personally and I really enjoy that they do a lot of topics that basically just blend together Christianity and libertarianism and how those two philosophies meet where some issues are how to work out some of the differences that kind of thing and a final one related to I guess libertarianism as a whole would be the Mises Institute feed So if you're familiar with the Mises Institute, I would think you would be. They have a podcast feed that brings in many different podcasts, and sometimes it's presentations at the Mises Institute. They do a yearly one that's very good, and you'll hear lectures from people like Uh, Tom Woods and Bob Murphy, like I've mentioned before, as well as many other very good minds from a libertarian perspective, and they'll cover content related to, yes, Mises and Hayek and Rothbard. Um, Those are the flavor of libertarians that they are, and you'll get a lot of good information on that type of content. So that's one that I would highly recommend as well. And it's not one that I really follow as much anymore because I've figured out which podcast I like, which ones I don't like as much. When I want to do the annual meeting that they have at the Mises Institute, I like to go through that specifically from that feed. But other than that, I follow the podcast individually myself anyway. So I I don't really follow that feed as much. But it is one that I used to follow on a very regular basis. And I would definitely recommend it if you are into the libertarian perspective. Now, I would like to round out this episode with a list of ones that... I don't necessarily listen to as much, but I have listened to them in the past. They might be ones that you might be interested in if you like these types of topics that I've been bringing up related to history, philosophy, politics, economics, Christianity, these types of topics. And so I'll start off with Unbelievable. That is a podcast where you'll typically have a Christian and an atheist or two Christians with very different views and they'll have a fairly civil debate about a specific topic such as the existence of God or the age of the earth or the creation story or something like that. And it's one that I've enjoyed in the past and there are some really good debates that go on there. Another one that I... Really enjoyed, but I really have had no reason to go back to them because I think they are completely done. I think he just did more limited series on these two, but they're both from Sam Harris. There is one called How It Began and another called Context. So how it began covers things like money, for example, a whole episode on where money came from, getting into gold, getting into fiat money, getting into cryptocurrency. And so, you know, that should sound familiar to those of you that listened to season one of my show, but um, there's different things like that. There's one on money, there's others on different technologies and different things related to society and kind of the full story of those from a more macro perspective. And so that was one I really enjoyed and the... Uh, the name of that podcast is called How It Began. Then a separate podcast, but done by the same person, is called Context. And Context was one where he did a lot of things related to history and sociology and economics and would bring on guests to talk about Uh, big topics, or he'll go over like a book, such as the book uh, Guns, Germs, and Steel, I believe is the name of that book, but um, he did a whole episode on what that book discusses and those topics and how those relate to current events, that type of thing. He did one on the book The Fourth Turning. That's where I first got introduced to The Fourth Turning as a whole, and so I can definitely Appreciate that from him, and he covered a lot of other topics. The series was fairly limited. I don't remember how many episodes, but it wasn't a huge back catalog, but one I would definitely recommend going back and listening to just from an educational perspective on those types of topics. For history in particular, I've got the two people that I had brought on in the last season, Benjamin Jacobs with the Wittenberg to Westphalia podcast. If you're interested in the history of the Middle Ages coming into the Reformation, that whole time period... Highly recommend that one. He does a very good job on providing educational content on that historical time period. Another one, Stephen Guerrera of the History of the Papacy podcast. If you're interested in the history of the papacy, of the Roman Catholic Church and the popes, and how they interacted historically with politics and big movements that went on, he does a very good job at that, and that would be another historical one I'd recommend. Now, for cryptocurrencies, there are a few that I have really enjoyed. Epicenter is one that is interview style, usually more technical, more intellectual. So if you're not familiar, if you're fairly new to some of the concepts in blockchain technology and the different Um, platforms and strategies in the crypto world, then this would not be a good one for you. But if you are well versed in cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, then I would highly recommend Epicenter. That is one that uh, they just do a really good job at diving deep into things like the Mimblewimble protocol or uh, different things like this, Um, different voting or governance models and how different platforms are applying those. Oftentimes, there'll be an interview with someone from a specific Platform or project, and they'll go very deep into some of those subjects. Another one that is fairly similar but not quite as difficult to get into would be Citizen Cosmos. I believe that is fairly related to the Cosmos chain, the blockchain project, but they do bring on other people from a lot of different other projects and discuss a lot of more topical things that are very good for um, a fairly in-depth view into some of these different things related to blockchain and cryptocurrency. One that I felt was very good for beginners would be the crypto basic podcast that was one of the first ones that i listened to to really get into kind of what the different projects were what the different coins were how they worked what some of the broad topics were and they do a good job at that doing more one-on-one information so if you're fairly new then crypto basics would be one that would be probably good for you another one that is kind of uh It's open for beginners, but also is good if you are familiar and up to date with the crypto and blockchain world. And that would be Laura Shin. She has two podcasts. One is Unchained and one is Unconfirmed. And she'll talk about different topics. She'll bring on people from projects or she's had people on from uh, different central banks and other regulators, uh, people from... Different corporations, just all different people have come on and discussed more mainstream blockchain and cryptocurrency topics. So she does a fairly good job at getting into the information, but I find her views to be very mainstream. She's not on board with the more, I would would say, anarchist um, perspective of the original blockchain philosophy. For example, she definitely would prefer to see regulation come in and governments come in and make sure that the blockchain space is done well and is regulated and keeps out the bad actors and that kind of stuff. So i I understand and I respect that viewpoint, but that is far from mine. And so I don't follow her quite as much as I once did. But she was actually one of the first podcasts that I listened to when I first got into blockchain. She had just started one of those podcasts. I don't remember which one was the first one. And she was coming from Forbes, I believe. And so you have kind of a journalist from Forbes getting into what is blockchain and cryptocurrency kind of right before all the hype hit. And that was very beneficial a few years ago. But that's one that you can look at into if that's of interest. Uh, Getting into... Other investment related podcasts. There are a few that I've listened to a lot of in the past, but I don't really listen to anymore. I would say the first one would be the Motley Fool, and they've got a whole list of shows. It's not just one Motley Fool podcast, but they've got, I don't even know how many now, but um, theirs were ones that I listened to almost all of theirs fairly regularly for a while when I first got into investing. They are very big on the buy and hold strategy, very big on getting companies that have little to no debt, that are growth companies, and uh, sticking with them for the long term. I don't agree with a lot of their philosophies, and I find some of their stuff to be pretty amateur-ish. It kind of feels that way, at least to me personally. But I did get a lot of really good ideas for companies from their shows, Uh, companies like Shopify and Cognex and NVIDIA, a lot of these companies that I didn't know much about before hearing about them on uh, various Montley Fool episodes. And then when I went and researched companies, uh, found that I really enjoyed those ones and uh, made a lot of money on them as well. So uh, I would definitely credit them for that for just getting some ideas of different companies. Another one similar to that... Um, at least from my perspective of just getting ideas of companies about, um, would be Frank Curzio's podcast, Wall Street Unplugged. He was a very big gold bug for a while when gold was in its big bear market uh, before this past year when it's had a huge run up. And so I got some really good ideas on solid gold companies that um, I really benefited from as well, such as Sandstorm Gold would be probably my favorite. He had that CEO on a few years ago that I listened to, really liked, um, him and his strategy for the company. And that company has done uh, very well um, in the time period that I have been invested in them, at least. And so I've gotten some really good ideas from him. I don't listen to him regularly at all, but definitely have gotten some good ideas. A show that isn't necessarily about investing, but covers the news from a market perspective would be Marketplace. Marketplace does a decent job as far as mainstream news is concerned, and they do focus on a more market perspective of the economy, the corporate world, uh, the markets, these kinds of things, and you'll get mainstream news from that perspective. So eh, If you're into that, that is a good source. If you're into a Christian perspective for mainstream news, the world and everything in it is a very good one. They are relatively unbiased, and I would say marketplace is. Is relatively unbiased, from at least if you go into it from a statist, a mainstream statist perspective, then uh, both of those would be good. The world and everything in it has a Christian flair. The marketplace one has a market flair, uh, but they're both good sources of just normal mainstream news. If that's something that you need for more about. Uh, news topics, current events, political theory, Uh, the weeds is one and left, right and center is another that, uh, again, are mainstream status perspectives, more left, I would say definitely the weeds is definitely more left, but they get into more of the weeds of uh, policies and regulations and these kinds of things. And uh, that can be educational and informative if you are looking into that more. Um, also left, right, and center supposedly has someone on the left, someone on the right and someone in the middle. But since they don't Present anything except for the status perspective, then I find them to be a little limited. Uh, Since I personally view the world between status and non-status, then uh, it doesn't matter if you're left, right, or center on the status spectrum, you're still on that side. Uh, So, you know, it is what it is, but they cover public policy and political theory and these kinds of things and do a fairly good job at that. So, that's one that you might be interested in as well. Now, some others that I really enjoyed from a I guess a more economics and mainstream investing perspective. Masters in Business is one. Uh, Barry Ritholtz is the host, and he'll bring on people that are hedge fund managers and CEOs, uh, pretty high-quality guests, and they'll talk about their philosophies with their companies and with investing and with their funds and how they handle things. That was a very good one that I listened to very regularly for a long time. Uh, Macro Voices is another one. That is with Eric Townsend and Patrick Serizna and they cover uh, basically macro views on things like markets and the gold market, the bond markets, uh, currencies, all these kinds of things from obviously a macro perspective. They do a good job at that. It, they keep up current events, that kind of stuff. So that is one to look into. The final one would be We Study Billionaires, and it's basically just that. They discuss the philosophies and the works and careers of different billionaires and how they've came billionaires and their successes as well as their failures. So that's one that can be beneficial as well to learn from. And I would say that the final random one I have would be the Survival Podcast by Jack Spierko. That gets us back into more of the philosophy that I am on board with. Jack Spierko is one of the hosts on the Unloose the Goose podcast that I mentioned earlier. And his survival podcast is one that Uh, I would say was more oriented towards self-sufficiency and prepping even. But what I've enjoyed the most is that anytime I've had a, a subject that I want to learn more about related to permaculture and self-sufficiency, these types of things, he's typically done a few episodes on it. So he did some on food forests, which was a topic that was very hard to find information on, and permaculture in general, and permaculture design, lots of different things like that I have found very beneficial to go back and go through his backlog and find some specific topics and subjects that I want to dig deeper on, and he has done episodes on a lot of those. So that's one to look into as well if you're into that kind of stuff. But since I am coming up on almost an hour here for this episode, I'm going to end it there. That covers pretty much all the podcasts that I listen to regularly, ones that I used to listen to regularly, and ones that would be worth looking into if you are interested in these various uh, subjects and these Different areas and schools of thought. Hopefully, you found this helpful and beneficial. Maybe you can get some good ideas to look into some of these yourself. I will attempt to list all of these in the show notes so long as I remember to do so. And if not, I will put them on the page on the website under I think I have a page for recommendations, if I remember right, or sources or something like that. But if I don't and I forget all of these things, then send me a message and remind me, and I will do that. So, other than that, Thank you very much for those of you that listen to my podcast. Hopefully mine is one that you would include on one of your recommendation lists. If you were to ever make one and when people ask you, thank you for those of you that have recommended the show. Thank you for the reviews and the ratings. I don't believe I've gotten any new reviews recently. So if you haven't done so, please do that. And I will give you a shout out on here and I will be very grateful. Very appreciative. Thank you to the patrons that are financially supporting the show. Extremely grateful to you guys. And with that, I'm out. Peace. This has been another episode of our foundation's podcast. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye.